Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 583 for June 1 through 15, 2021. The second of three Saturn-Uranus squares, 2021's most important astrology event, and a mega-mental solar eclipse highlight the first half of June. We also have a lucky Venus-Jupiter trine, a potent Mars-Pluto opposition, and a rare quad yod. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I record these forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so take your pick. The video version includes detailed chart graphics, which you can also see in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. This Week in Astrology is honored to be one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website, thisweekinastrology.com, where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. And if you have not already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. What's old as we come into June, we have a waning moon. Mercury is retrograde through June 22nd. Pluto retrograde through October 6th. Saturn retrograde through October 10th. We also have a continuing yod with Vesta, Saturn, and Chiron through June 16th. Let's move on to our new events. As always, I'm just hitting the most important stuff. Thursday, June 3rd. Some days can be luckier than others, especially when the two classic benefics share a soft aspect. Today's Venus-Jupiter trine, Venus two degrees Cancer, Jupiter two degrees Pisces, brings together the two lucky planets of ancient astrology with ease and flow. Jupiter, the greater benefic, offers expansion, joy, and celebration. His placement in Pisces also opens the door to deeper spiritual awakening, inspired creativity, and acting in the zone. Lesser benefic Venus in Cancer offers heartfelt relating, financial opportunity, and creative inspiration with strong emotional impact. Trines connect easily, but only give a limited amount on their own. Mine the trine to reap the maximum benefit. On Saturday, June 5th, you connect with tremendous potency as Mars opposes Pluto. Mars, 26 Cancer, Pluto, 26 Capricorn. Mars is the just-do-it planet, chomping at the bits to take immediate action, while powerhouse Pluto dangles the keys to wealth and power. This supercharged aspect doesn't guarantee success, however, since Pluto can bring feast or famine, exercise due diligence and appropriate caution. So much power must be managed mindfully where it could go off the rails and manifest as impulsiveness, cruelty, or violence. Mars is in Cancer, which rules the emotions, including your unhealed wounds and traumas. This aspect could bring challenging emotional triggers, so have a good shadow work technique ready. Thousands have benefited from my healing invocation. This delegates your healing to your higher self and is featured in my free invocation masterclass. There's a link to that in the show notes. But if you want to get to it quick and easy, just go to astroshaman.com. Look for the last word on the menu bar, which is invocations. Click or tap that. It'll take you right in. This opposition also has erotic possibilities. Mars is raw lust, while Pluto revels in sacred sex. Mars placement in Cancer supports a heartfelt connection with your lover. Pluto invites you to merge your souls as well as your bodies, which can catapult you to a previously unimaginable level of ecstasy. On Thursday, June 10th, 
you can take your mind into overdrive thanks to a massively mental solar eclipse at 6.53 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's at 19 degrees, 47 minutes, Gemini. This new moon on steroids can also empower your spirituality, creativity, relationships, and higher service. Like any Gemini new moon, this eclipse is great for new beginnings or renewed energy in all forms of communication, including learning, teaching, and writing. They can also juice up some of Gemini's lesser known meanings, such as activities in your local area or with relatives. Aspects. This eclipse's most powerful aspect is Mercury's super tight conjunction to the sun and moon less than one degree from exact. This doubles down on all the Gemini meanings just discussed. Mercury's retrograde motion adds a touch of reflection to this otherwise gung-ho lunation. Grand Cross. Mercury and the luminaries form a grand cross with four other planets, Juno, Pallas Athena, Vesta, and Neptune. Neptune, closely square the luminaries, opens the door to deeper spiritual awakening, inspired creativity, and living in flow state. But be wary of Neptune's lower expressions. These include substance abuse, excessive escapism, aimless drifting, or martyring yourself in a relationship. The relationship theme is amplified by Juno. Are your committed partnerships aligned with your soul purpose? If not, what releases, adjustments, or new connections are needed. The sun and moon square Pallas Athena, who encourages you to be as much of a warrior as necessary to accomplish your new moon goals. She also invites you to use subtler methods to advance your agenda, such as diplomacy, negotiation, and mediation. Finally, Vesta invites you to support a worthy higher cause. The only significant aspect outside the Grand Cross is Saturn's trine to the sun and moon. This can help you bring a solid work ethic to your new moon endeavors. Saturn can help you be more mature and responsible. You can manage your time more effectively and plan the work and work the plan. Saturn's Aquarian placement can help you think outside the box and let your uniqueness shine forth in your work. Also on Thursday, June 10th, it's rare to see four yods in the sky at the same time and in a symmetrical pattern to boot, but that's exactly what we have June 10 through June 15, encouraging us to make appropriate adjustments in both regular and committed partnerships. We'll also feel a significant portion of this aspect pattern's effects June 8, 9, 16, and 17. This quad yod includes eight planets and points, Venus, Ceres, Juno, Vesta, Saturn, Chiron, Uranus, and the South Node. Venus and Juno create the relational theme. With Ceres, Chiron, and the South Node, relationship challenge could stir up old psychological wounds. If so, it's shadow work time. Feel free to check out my free Invocation Masterclass, which features that powerful self-healing tool called the Healing Invocation, which I have already mentioned. Fortunately, your shadow work does not have to take forever. Uranus can pop down intuitive hits to guide you. It can help you complete your healing work fast. This quad yacht can also help you act as a healer or mentor, amplify your creativity, serve a higher cause, or help others with your special talents that you most love to use. On Monday, June 14th, our big event of the half month, Saturn square Uranus. This forecast is significantly updated from my February 17 
Saturn-Uranus square forecast the first time it happened. So 2021's most powerful aspect, the Saturn-Uranus square, which is happening at 13 degrees Aquarius, with Saturn at that degree and Uranus at 13 degrees Taurus, this happens three times in 2021. It came into orb, which means close enough to be impactful, on November 23rd, 2020. It lasts for 26 months through January 24th of 2023. There are three exact Saturn-Uranus squares, all in 2021. The first was on February 17. The second is today on June 14th. The last one will be on Christmas Eve, December 24th. Everything I say in relation to Saturn square Uranus applies equally to Saturn being in Aquarius all year. This is because Uranus and Aquarius have the same astrological meaning. The archetypal themes I discuss here are primarily sourced from Ren Butler's amazing book called The Archetypal Universe, Astrological Patterns in Human Culture, Thought, Emotion, and Dreams. Big thanks to Ren for letting me use his brilliant work as my foundation, and that is one fantastic book if you want uh, two and three planet combinations and how to interpret them. It's human nature to remember the last thing said most clearly. For that reason, I'm going to start with the shadow qualities of the Saturn-Uranus square and end with its more uplifting possibilities. So we start with Saturn-Uranus shadow qualities. The costs of freedom, limitations on freedom. We've all experienced this with the coronavirus, including stay-at-home orders, business closures, and travel restrictions. Now, at least in the United States, Uranus is holding more sway as these restrictions are being lifted. The pain of individuation, acute tension between liberal and conservative elements, polarized extremes between reactionary and progressive impulses. In the U.S., political polarization has been increasing since the early 90s. According to Wikipedia, this has primarily been driven by a substantial rightward shift among congressional Republicans. Even with Trump out of office, most elected officials of the Republican Party have declared their continuing allegiance to him. For example, on May 12th, Republicans removed Liz Cheney from her position as chair of the House Republican Conference in response to her ongoing and outspoken criticism of Trump. Most recently, further circling the wagons around Trump, Senate Republicans on May 28th voted down a proposed national commission to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol complex. This attack was provoked by Trump's incendiary rhetoric. More meanings. Rebirth that's delayed, inhibited, or incomplete. Liberation with complicating factors. These phrases make me think of the incoming Aquarian age. I believe there is a new spiritual age rising. I know many people who are actively working toward this more harmonious experience on Earth. If you don't believe this, you could understandably ask why things seem worse than ever. But we have 5,000 years of dominator patriarchal culture to be cleared. Trump did us a favor by flushing it up and making it visible. Now that it's out of the shadows, we can see what we're dealing with. Our very survival depends on cleaning up the negative, self-centered, profit-only mindset that has been dominant in Western culture for so long. In just the past few weeks, my guides have told me more than once that the Aquarian Age has finally arrived, yet there's still plenty of conflict on Earth. 
What has shifted, however, is the ease with which light workers can operate in the inner worlds. Awakening is easier, and those serving the forces of love and light can more easily create the energetic infrastructure that will eventually manifest in a more harmonious planet for all to enjoy. More Saturn-Uranus meanings. Failed or compromised experiments, unexpected problems and disruptions, severe shocks, rude awakenings. These four themes represent one of the biggest changes from 2020 to 2021. Last year's big event was a Jupiter-Saturn-Pluto triple conjunction in Capricorn. This was immensely powerful, but none of those planets works especially fast. The coronavirus did not happen overnight. It took months to really build and spread. Even Black Lives Matter built up gradually in response to numerous police shootings. In 2021, we're going to see things happen much more rapidly. Uranus is like a lightning strike, and Saturn is structure. The critical events of 2021 may happen suddenly and surprisingly, like the storming of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. These events can either be challenging or wonderful, and will operate at all levels from micro to macro. I describe several such events that have already happened later in this Saturn-Uranus interpretation. Let's talk about overcompensated Saturn. With Saturn square Uranus, what if one planet is getting a lot more energy than the other? With an overcompensated Saturn, here are things that can happen. Repression of the young, dissenting, or eccentric members of society by forces of authority and tradition. Just look at all the state legislatures that are putting up uh, laws that say transgender kids cannot do sports and things like that. That's one example right now. Also, forgotten ideals, endless compromises, future shock, fear of change, unbearable physical tensions, body armor and character armor, hypervigilance. Overcompensated Uranus. If Uranus gets overcompensated in a challenging way, we can have the following. Ongoing impatience and extremism, a need for unreasonable levels of independence, irresponsible or harmful forms of rebellion, giving up secure foundations prematurely, the consequences of unchecked experimentation or hubris, negative sides of modern science and technology, anti-spiritual revolutions, proclaiming freedom from yourself by imposing dictatorial conditions on others. So what about the positive side of Saturn square Uranus? Yes, it's a hard aspect. But as I've seen in the charts of numerous clients and celebrities, hard aspects like squares and oppositions fire up the most powerful breakthroughs. The biggest accomplishments and successes usually happen under hard aspects. So hard aspects aren't bad, they're just intense. They demand action. Something is going to happen. When you consciously partner with a hard aspect, you can steer it in a more positive direction. Here are some upside ways that you can partner with this Saturn you're on a square to co-create a more wonderful life. Responsible and balanced freedom, careful change and innovation, cautious experimentation, freedom through structure, liberating routine, hard-won liberation, liberation in increments, conscious and deliberate freeing of yourself, a sense of nothing given freely. With these last four themes, I think of Black Lives Matter. Very little has been freely given to this movement but they've persevered and are working to correct hundreds of years of systemic inequality. More possibilities, tradition versus progress, authority versus rebellion, 
conservatism versus change, security versus adventure, materialism, idealism, paying the price for freedom, escaping into another predicament, challenging the bedrock assumptions of a worldview. Let's talk about this one. Consider the paradigm of endless growth versus sustainability. Imagine that you were an alien arriving on Earth for the first time. You might ask, why are these humans at war with their own planet? Don't they need it to live on? Don't they have any concern for their fellow species? Other bedrock assumptions are the man-made ideas of money, economics, and capitalism. All of these are just mental concepts. They only have power because we collectively believe in them. But what if we all share different ideas, such as a globally sustainable way of living? We need to act so that the seventh generation beyond ours has a wonderful world to live in. How important is a quarterly bottom line profit compared to that? If you see a better approach, even in some small way, why not incorporate that into your life? As Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. Even with such a small step, a shift happens. When enough people do it, big change can happen. Another bedrock assumption is that we're human beings. But what if we're actually divine beings having a human experience? I experienced a radical shift when I first experienced being my divinity in my human body. I still have much personal healing work to do, but knowing what I really am, which is the same divine consciousness we all really are, makes it so much easier to give other beings more compassion and love. More themes. Breakthroughs in deep self-exploration by becoming the resistance. Liberation from fear by being acutely subjected to fear. These two phrases refer to shadow work, and I cannot recommend it highly enough. For the third time, let me mention my free healing invocation. You just say to your higher self, maximum healing that serves highest good please. Then you hold your attention wherever it feels bad, and your higher self flushes that heavy energy right out of you. To learn more about that healing invocation, once again, check out my free invocation masterclass linked in the show notes. And again, homepage of astroshaman.com, click the word invocations on the upper right corner, and it will take you right in. More meanings of Saturn Uranus. Being unable to hold rigid positions or stay stuck permanently, working out specific karmic problems, unexpected rewards for your pain, personal suffering becomes archetypal suffering, tragedy consumed by experiencing its emotion fully, death in one place leading to rebirth elsewhere, global breakdown of antiquated structures. I believe that this year in 2021, we're going to see all kinds of structures falling rapidly, governmental, business, and personal, because their time is past. A lot of that's been happening already. It's time for better and more conscious structures to rise. There may be cases in which a darker, more self-serving structure will rise. The forces of darkness are also players in this great game. But as a light worker, if you see an old structure going down, you can help create a more luminous structure in its place. I don't believe we should try to get back to normal. Do we really want to perpetuate the current culture of ever-increasing division, hostility, and othering? And in terms of the global environment, our pre-pandemic normal was a suicide mission. The only viable way forward for us humans and everything else on Earth is to create a better reality than the old one. The last four Saturn square Uranus themes I'll discuss are 
transcending time and causality, overcoming the need for external security, an ability to remain unfazed by any extreme, and spirit coming to know itself in matter. The only way to transcend time and causality is to awaken to the part of you that's in a higher dimension beyond time and causality. Likewise, you overcome the need for external physical security by connecting with the indestructible part of you beyond the physical world. Once you experience the immortal part of you that cannot be harmed, your luminous soul, it's easier for your human self to relax. Even if this human body dies, you're guaranteed all the incarnations you need for your soul journey. Not only that, I believe that the game is rigged and everybody wins. The finish line for every soul is ultimately the same, divine union. There's simply nowhere else to go. One great thing about Saturn square Uranus is that it eliminates complacency. With so many structures becoming unstable, you have to be more creative and innovative. Life becomes more intense and exciting. As a result, you can get a lot more soul growth accomplished. So when will the square's effects be strongest? Mars makes hard aspects to the Saturn-Uranus square three times in 2021. I expect that these periods are when we'll see the strongest Saturn-Uranus effects. Here are the orbs of power of these Mars aspects. Mars was conjunct Uranus and square Saturn starting in December 18, 2020. It peaked on January 17 of 2021 and ended on February 7th. Of course, within that time frame, the rioters stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Next up, a T-square with Mars, Saturn, and Uranus. It starts this month on June 16th, peaks on July 2nd, and ends on July 15th. Finally, another T-square with Mars, Saturn, and Uranus will start on November 3rd, peak on November 14th, and end on November 26th. Let's look at some examples of Saturn square Uranus in 2021. Most of these highlight a Uranian breakthrough against a Saturnian structure. January 6th, pro-Trump rioters stormed the U.S. Capitol on the day Congress was voting to approve President Joe Biden's victory in the 2020 election. January 7th, Facebook banned then-President Donald Trump indefinitely from its social media platform. January 8th, Twitter permanently banned Trump's account due to a risk of further incitement of violence. January 8th, Google banned right-wing social media app Parler from its platform in light of the Capitol riot. January 13th, former President Donald Trump became the first president to be impeached twice after the House charged him with inciting the Capitol insurrection. His second impeachment process happened under the influence of the Saturn-Uranus square. As with the Capitol riots that spurred this trial, Trump mainly represents Uranus and the U.S. government mainly represents Saturn. January 20th, President Joe Biden got inaugurated into office and Vice President Kamala Harris made history as the first female, Black, and South Asian Vice President. February 2nd, the Senate confirmed Pete Buttigieg as Transportation Secretary, making him the United States' first openly gay Cabinet Secretary. In mid-February, we had the Texas power grid failure in that cold snap. February 22nd, the U.S. death toll from COVID-19 surpassed half a million. March 2nd, the estate of Dr. Seuss announced that six of the author's books will no longer be published due to racist and offensive imagery. March 7th, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle dropped bombshell accusations against Buckingham Palace in a tell-all interview with Oprah. 
March 15th. Deb Holland is confirmed as Interior Secretary, making her the United States' first Native American Cabinet Secretary. April 17th, the global death toll from COVID-19 surpasses 3 million. April 19th, NASA's Ingenuity helicopter, part of the Mars 2020 mission, performs the first powered flight on another planet in history. April 20th, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was convicted of murder and manslaughter in the killing of George Floyd. And May 26th, Shell becomes the first company to be legally mandated to align its carbon emissions with the Paris Climate Accord following a landmark court ruling in the Netherlands. Many thanks to the insider.com post about the major news events from the first 100 days of 2021, from which I sourced most of these events. A few final notes on Saturn Uranus. Let's look at Trump and Biden sharing Saturn and Uranus. Trump and Biden each embody qualities of Saturn and Uranus. Trump is Uranian when he's radical, extreme, and unpredictable, but he taps into Saturn when he talks about traditional American values and the way it's always been. Trump embodies dark Saturn when he doubles down on the entrenched institutional structures supporting racism, inequality, and environmental destruction. Biden embodies Saturn by giving us more sane, predictable, and methodical style of governing. At the same time, Biden is Iranian by embracing unprecedented diversity in his staffing and by putting the environment at the center of all his policies. No president has ever demonstrated such deep concern for the global environment. And a final note, GameStop. Some independent stock traders on Reddit a few weeks ago decided to support GameStop, the mall retailer that sells video games and game consoles. Some big hedge fund managers had bet against GameStop, shorting the stock so they would make money if it dropped. But the Reddit traders decided to stick it to the hedge funds. With the power of their collective purchasing, they drove GameStop's price to insane heights. The hedge fund managers were forced to take billions of dollars in losses. This kind of thing had never happened before. The Reddit traders embraced Uranus by doing something radical and unprecedented, and the Saturnian hedge funds had their standard business practices blown to pieces. This introduces a new level of instability, Uranus, into the stock market, Saturn. I expect many more such Saturn-Uranus events like I've been talking about throughout 2021. Get ready for a wild ride. Announcements. On my previous podcast, I announced I was giving away four free life coaching sessions generously donated by my longtime coaching client, Lorraine Jones. As I mentioned, Lorraine is a gifted healer, and you can check out her services at pathtoempowermenthealing.com. I've read all 13 essays that I received, and I'm happy to announce that the winner is Judy G. Congratulations, Judy. I look forward to starting our life coaching sessions. Everyone is welcome to participate in many Awakening Plus Zoom calls for free. These events support your individual healing and awakening, as well as global spiritual awakening. Some events are for Awakening Plus members only, but we'd love to have you join our supportive online community. Dip your toe in the water with our 30 days for $1 risk-free trial membership. Here's some info on our awesome June events, all at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. First, on Wednesday, June 2nd, a free public event called Ecstatic Divine Group Consciousness. In this gentle meditation, you'll be guided into a deep state of embodied awakening and then merge into an ecstatic 
divine group consciousness. In embodied awakening, you'll experience the integration of your light body and physical body. This creates union with your higher self, a profoundly peaceful state, free of thought and troubling emotions. After each person has attained the deepest possible embodied awakening, we merge into a single ecstatic divine consciousness. This includes and transcends your individual human awareness. Many people achieve dual consciousness, simultaneously aware of their individual human self and the blissful blended field. This all feels amazing and can take your awakening to a whole new level that should last about an hour. Then on Wednesday, June 9th, members only, group healing, immunity boosting, and awakening. Enhanced immunity is good to have, especially with coronavirus variants afoot. So we call it in from our divine allies, along with embodied awakening and personal healing. That should last 60 to 90 minutes. On Thursday, June 10th, members only, community support call. Community can be crucially important on the spiritual path. Awakening Plus members experience the joy of creating and deepening connection with each other online. We support each other in large and small groups from the comfort of our homes. That'll last about 90 minutes. And then on Wednesday, June 16th, technically this is the first day of the next period, but I want to make sure you got a heads up on this one. We have a members-only shamanic breath work. What's new this time? We'll do a one-hour music mix this time, a little shorter than before, so we can start at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern time. Breakthrough to deeper healing and awakening with shamanic breathwork. Supported by focused breathing and powerful music, you can experience a natural altered state and spontaneous shamanic journeying. This process can release old wounds, challenging emotions, and dysfunctional patterns, resulting in greater health and wholeness. You might also open to new levels of spiritual awakening. I'm a certified shamanic breathwork facilitator. I'll introduce you to the process, hold space remotely during the music, and then help you integrate afterward. This should last about two hours. And then every single Monday, New Earth Support Team. In this popular weekly event, we first create our sacred container and invoke embodied awakening. Then we let our divine allies know that we've come to serve the great global awakening. They take it from there. The divine likes to give as good as it gets. Our spiritual service is routinely rewarded with personal healing, spiritual upgrades, and profound bliss. Awakening Plus features at least nine live streaming events each month. Many live events are open to everyone for free. Members, however, receive these exclusive benefits. Of those nine Zoom calls, about half are members only. Members get an archive of over 325 life-transforming events, plus a best-of guide, enlightening course content, including the complete 16-part Invocation Masterclass, a monthly community connection call, an accountability partner, and a private forum. Learn more or start your 30 days for $1 risk-free trial membership at awakeningplus.com. On the first show of each month, we announce a free session winner. This time it's Diana. This is the only Diana who has sent in her information. So then just in case there's any curiosity, it's Diana with two N's. So Diana, if that's you, Pop me an email, benjamin at astroshaman.com, and we'll get you set up with your free session. And to everybody, thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one -on -one services are equally effective in person or long distance. I also offer an unbeatable price on Solar Fire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. 
Learn about all this and more at astroshaman.com. And to get to the show notes, you can go to astroshaman.com slash 583. Everything I've mentioned has a link there. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email again is benjamin at astroshaman.com and my number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. I'd love to connect with you. We are wrapping up. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment, five stars, please, wherever you're getting this episode so that others who also love astrology and spirituality can find it. Thanks again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.